0: Additional terms and conditions apply. When our kids are born, we have expectations as to how our family will interact. What we certainly aren't ready for are the struggles we encounter with the people we love the most.
1: We are here for the parent who feels like they've tried it all, for the parent who feels like they have to yell to be heard, for the parent who is tired of timeouts and kids fighting all day. We are here for you.
0: We believe when parents feel supported and heard, they are able to come to parenting more centered. We offer tools to navigate the messiness of life with kids. We
1: are Peace in Parenting. Hey guys, we're back for another episode of the Peace in Parenting podcast. I'm Gemma and I'm here with Michelle. Hi Gemma, how are you this morning? Doing well, fighting off a little cold, but...
0: Okay, oh boy. Okay. <laughs> so tell me what's one thing in your world,
1: anything that's going well okay, all the coronavirus stuff going on, everything keeps getting canceled. And we had tickets to take the boys to a blazer game and they were so excited and they were going to meet the mascot. And like, we've just been prepping all week, like getting all their outfits ready. And so we found out it got canceled and Jonah, my little one is super into basketball. And so he and I were like pouting and Caleb looked up at us and he goes, guys, think about all the good things we still have and all the stuff we can still do look I have my magazine and I love my magazine and that one he just like went on this thing oh, and I was like oh my gosh you're me. amazing you're like regurgitating everything I've ever said to you, you So sweet, it was precious so cute <laughs> he's being so sweet I know Aww, that's yeah. good okay what about you
0: we're quarantined or whatever. School's out for at Mm -hmm. least three weeks. And um, at first I was like, ooh. What am I gonna do with these children? But yeah. my dad was so cute. He was like, let's go on a tour of the California poppies. And I was oh like, gosh. oh my gosh, that's so cute. And then I started thinking, we can do all kinds of things. Like this might be a good opportunity to get connected. So I'm like brainstorming all these wonderful things. And of course, for this podcast too, because we're gonna talk about, you know, the coronavirus and you know, being quarantined and all that. And I was like, this is could be a good opportunity to make some like deep connections with the girls.
1: Yeah, it's like a big spring break that we're all getting.
0: Yeah, it really. Except is. there's oh, snow I mean, in Oregon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I think um, I, I read a statistic that somebody said, What's the one thing that you want more than anything? And I think it was 80% of the people said they want more time with their family. Aww. And so I thought, wow, this is like a forced time with our family. And I know it's under, you know, this more fearful kind of guise. But I do think that if we can reframe it into an opportunity to be together and to connect to some degree, I know there's still fears out there and those are very valid, but that we can make it more positive than not. And so with having said that, I just want to get into the fearfulness part of it, how people really are fearful and our kids can be very fearful, especially the older ones. I know Esme, they had a school trip planned to London. They were supposed to go this oh my Wednesday. She's going to go. Yeah, they were going to go, wow. and at the end, she started getting really scared. Like, I don't want to go. I'm really scared. They're saying this. They're saying that. And um, she was really relieved when they canceled it because she was scared to get on an airplane. Because you know she's acutely aware of what's going on. She can right. be on the news. She can be on the internet. And so for the older kids, that fear is real. And the news is sensationalized. And so it's like, it's really big for them. And so I'd say like play is a really good thing to start implementing play dissipates fears and play can also be a way to get connected. And when we have deep connection, then our brain works better, our reasoning works better, our thoughts are are more clear. And when we can use connection and play to get through the fears, it can help us kind of maintain our sanity. So us
1: too, don't you think like when we're freaking out, if we can just like let go for a minute and get really engaged in play, you can like stop panicking your own self. Yeah, because what are we gonna do? Are we gonna sit in our houses and watch the
0: numbers go up and watch the, you know, the CDC and, mm-hmm. you know, listen to every news report and hang on every word. It's not probably that healthy for us. And so I'd say, yeah, if you can disengage in all that and play, play will make you feel better because it has gets your limbic system connected to their limbic system. And then you guys are feeling better about each other, better about the connection and better about life. Yeah. So we have a guide to play and Gemma has some games in there that she contributed and I have games in there and we kind of just put it all together so that we can um, give you guys ideas if you don't have ideas about how to play. Because I know when I started playing with the kids when they were little, I I didn't know what I was doing because nobody ever played with me. So I wasn't very playful. So I had to teach myself. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, "Um, yeah, no, I don't do, I don't do that anymore. (laughs) So sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Mommy's gonna cook now, you know, <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's not happening. But if I once I started doing it, I was like, oh my God, this is so fun. I love it. And I'd have to muster up the energy to do it. But I really did end up loving it when I did do it. So I'd say if you can inject play, especially when you see fear, when you see a child who's not doing well, when you sense that tensions are high, you can say, Hey guys, what do you want to play? I'm ready. Let's do I spy you want to do. And Gemma's really big with thumb wars, I think, right? Yeah. And staring contests and just little things to get connected that will help dissipate some of those fears and help them feel playful again.
1: Mm -hmm. And a lot of times your kids will come up with games themselves. I mean, especially little kids because Caleb and Jonah's imaginations are nuts. And I'm like, what are we doing? We're on this weird planet and we're like acting like animal. Okay. I'm in, (laughs) you (laughs) know, they'll lead the way.
0: (laughs) I, I spent a week with a friend of mine and her son is, um, he has Asperger's and uh-huh. he's the sweetest kid ever. And he brought me every morning, he would bring me all of his stuffed animals oh. and he'd be like, you be this one. I be that one. We're going here. We're going there. Come down the stairs, go over. And I was like, oh my gosh, we, what are we doing? <laughs> I <Like, laughs> Totally into this. In, I'm so into it, but yeah. I have no idea what we're doing, but it was so sweet and we felt so connected and it was like, it was kind of amazing for us just to, just to bond in that way. So play is really good download our guide to play, get some games going. I'd say that's really important. Um, mm-hmm. I'd also say that listening to the big feelings, really empathizing with how kids feel, saying, I, like for Esme, I would just say, I understand you're really fearful. I know it's really scary. And just kind of let her have her feelings around it and really empathize with those feelings. But later on, like an hour later or two hours later or whatever, I'd say, Esme, you know what? You're safe with me. I will protect you our house is safe. We will do whatever we can to make sure that nobody gets sick and that we're safe here. And I did tell them, I said, you know, kids aren't necessarily a a high target in this because my kids are older and I can say that to them. You probably don't want to say that to the younger kids. Yeah, Yeah. But for the older kids, I said, listen, it's not really, kids aren't highly affected. So you are safe. And you want to make sure that they feel safe
1: Mm -hmm. with the littler kids, because I don't think Caleb's teacher said anything to him. I I'm sure the older kids teachers are, but he doesn't really know what's going on. But I think he just picks up on Dan and I, like when we're trying to talk about it, he will be like, what are you talking about? What are you saying? Why are we going to the store? Why did we get all this stuff? Why are we all sleeping? You know, like he doesn't understand the virus or like what is going on around us, but I think kids will still sense your tension. So the play will still work. Like if you just let go a little.
0: Yeah. And And being careful about what we say around them because we don't want to make them un. because that's a, you know, it's a high level of thinking, understanding a virus and the endemic part of it and how it's spreading. And it's just a lot. They don't need to know that. They don't need to know anything. I mean, I think for little kids, we could just say we're having a big spring break. Like, you know, like, okay, it's super fun and exciting. We're home for three weeks. And I know a lot of, (laughs) We're home for three weeks, everybody. I'm like rocking in my chair right now, thinking, what am I gonna do? So it's hard. They're gonna do online school, but you know, of those three Yeah, they are gonna do online school. I guess they're starting next week, but um two of those three weeks were our spring break anyway. Yeah. But we're not going to get on a plane or anything. So I think we're going to like do some things around um, around the city. Like, like I said, we're going to take a tour of the poppies, mm-hmm. you know, take a nice beautiful drive. We were going to go to the, maybe one of the missions in San Luis Obispo, Aww. like go to a mission and visit yeah. the mission. And P and I have been doing a lot of uh, skateboarding like we always do. So we're going to continue with our skateboarding. I think so really cute. <laughs> to get outside. And Esme and I have been doing Pilates. So like trying to find some exercise, even we might not go to the studio, but I think we can't, it's only like eight people there, but you could do them online. So she was like, I found this Pilates online. We can do every day. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, My girls really love dance parties. We just turn the music up really loud. And Mm -hmm. um, oh, and one of my, um, one of the people in the private Facebook group who's also my landscape architect, she posted these great things about building a garden. Oh, cool. Yeah. So you can do like a bottle garden inside with just like big plastic bottles. Yeah. Or if it's warm enough outside, like for us, I think when it stops raining, we're going to just take a little section of the lawn and pull it up and put in a garden and you can plant like strawberry tops, you can plant seeds, you can dry the seeds from your tomatoes and actually plant those actual seeds from your tomatoes. Yeah. So I think we're going to do a little garden and they say that kids... um, tend to eat their vegetables more if they grow them.
1: That's so that works. very true. Cause my kids, like <laughs> when we grow our own cucumbers and strawberries and stuff, they're way more into it. Like they'll pick them. I can't even get stuff inside cause it's all gone. They eat it like right off. The That's way. so sweet. And I bet it tastes better too. Yeah. Yeah. I bet it, it feels better when better. you do it yourself.
0: Yeah. So um, we're going to do that. I'm um, baking is always big in our house. Yeah. Um, instruments as me plays the ukulele. Pia's really nice. into art. So I got her some, you know, Extra paper and some extra pens. Um, my dad is hell bent on teaching them gin rummy. We'll see how. Oh that my goes.
1: gosh, cute! I was
0: like, Oh, great! I know how this went in my house when I was a kid. It was like competitive, you better, Oh, you win, you yeah. better win. Like, <laughs> I was like, Okay, you're gonna have to take
1: it down a notch, yeah, than 1985. Okay, like. It's not- We just did Monopoly this morning. We have like little kids. I mean, everything for us is way different level because we're really into like crafting. And Caleb like was telling us, this is how my school day goes. So we'll do this and then we'll do this. Like he was going to instruct us with school. We were watching um, Wreck-It Ralph and there's like this... Diet Coke or Mentos drop into it. It's like in one of the games. And so I was like, do you guys want to do that? Like, should we do a science experiment while we're home? Like, I feel like little kids yeah. are easier to entertain.
0: Yeah, they are. I mean, I think there's that other scientist, exper- scientist experiment that P and I do a lot. That's the um, vinegar and baking soda. It's the same as the Mentos and and, it and bubbles Pepsi. Over. Yeah, but you can create a, a volcano. Oh, okay. but it's we'll more natural that. than you can. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> I don't have to go to the store then.
0: No, you don't. Um, puzzles too. We were yeah. we ordered a puzzle. Um, and you know, Twister, Monopoly. I love like, Twister. I like Twister too. <laughs> it's super fun. So I think like just creating like making it seem like you're stuck in your cabin or you know. To some degree. And yeah. that, that can help people really move through this time. And I know it's difficult, but um, we will make it through and we're strong and our kids are strong. And I think everything in the end will be okay. Mm-hmm. Let's hope it just kind of blows over. I'm hoping well, yeah. we will we'll prevail. We'll be okay. Our kids mm-hmm. will be okay.
1: Our community has been amazing. There's like a Facebook group and for all the kids, like the lower income families that aren't able to get food and stuff, like everybody is pitching in and it's like really cool that, and people are offering like childcare for people that have to go to work.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's hard to know what to do. It's hard to know what to expect. We don't know what's going to happen. And so we go straight to our fear, but our prefrontal cortex, when we're fearful becomes disengaged. And so that's our reasoning you know, decision-making portion of our brain. So when we become fearful, that thing doesn't work anymore. So we don't make good decisions. And what keeps our prefrontal cortex engaged is connection. Mm -hmm. And so even if we can just get connected to our family, because that's all we're really interacting with, we can help ourselves think better. Right. So download our guides the play the guide to play and also the guide to empathy and if you want the guide to connection because if you have a plan to get connected each day if you're building in a little bit of connection all day long that will help people think better and feel calmer
1: and special time we have a lot of time for oh that yeah
0: now. special time too <laughs> i forgot about sweet special time you can mm-hmm. do
1: multiple a day now uh-huh. great. yeah great <laughs> i know
0: i know Okay, Gemma, I think that's it.
1: Okay, good. Well, everybody stay safe, stay healthy.
0: Yes, and Gemma will link all our
1: stuff and uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Okay, sounds good. Thanks, Michelle. We'll be back next week.